Hi guys, I hope you are having a fabulous morning, afternoon, or night. Welcome or welcome back to Fiona's Take. I am very happy to have you here. So today we are going to talk about Trump's response to COVID and also um, climate change. Just a little bit about like the California fires and like the flooding going on in Florida and Alabama right now. So today... I am busy with schoolwork. I have um, lots of studying to do, so got to catch up on that. But other than that, I'm doing okay. I'm pretty tired, um, TGIF. And yeah, that's it. So let's just hop right in. So first, um, when the U.S. became aware of COVID and the dire situation going on in China, Um, Trump closed our border to China and Democrats called him like racist and uh, xenophobic, which is somewhat valid. He does have a history of being racist and Republicans were mad because or some Republicans were mad because they thought, you know, he was like faking it or being overdramatic or, you know inciting fear. And as we look back on that now, um, it's actually a good thing that Trump closed the border to China, even if it was for racist reasons. Um, So honestly, I agreed with that decision when it happened, but I understood the point of view of racism. Anyway, so then... um, Cases inevitably came to the U.S. and it got really bad in New York and New York, like primarily, but also L.A. and other big cities. And the small places and Republican towns refused to close um, when it started getting bad because, you know, they didn't believe in it or it hadn't really affected them yet. And so then... Trump, like, downplayed it. Obviously, he said, like, it wasn't real. He dissed, like, a bunch of the scientists and researchers of COVID. Um, And then cases started going up in medium-sized cities. Um, And it was pretty bad in Seattle, too, at first. But cases went up in medium-sized cities, um, you know, and most small places and Republican places were still pretty open. And then after that, cases started, go- started going up in the South and, you know, cases like places that hadn't really been affected that much, cases started going up. And then, you know, bigger places that had already been affected started reopening, like Seattle, New York, Chicago, L.A. Um, and obviously those places got bad again because of, uh, you know, they were opening up. So I think, honestly, what we have learned from this whole process is, one, being closed helps. Two, having citizens who believe in COVID helps stop the spread. And three, it was, it it still isn't a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, it, it can kill so many people. It already has killed so many people and it makes me so sad how many lives could have been saved if there was a good response 
and a safe response. And actually, the UPS or USPS was planning on sending three masks to each household in America. And they had their plan all laid out and they presented it to the White House and the White House declined it which makes me so upset, like the amount of lives that could have been saved by those masks and by people wearing masks. It's shocking. And you know, something I haven't really mentioned because this is obviously a controversial topic, but um, something I haven't mentioned is like churches staying open and religious practices and cases, you know, were spread through that as well. Um and lives could have been saved if church was online, you know? And it just makes me upset. The amount, just the sheer density of people who could be alive right now if not for Trump's response, if not for people not believing it, if not for people refusing to wear masks. And honestly, I've never understood the not wearing a mask in like a store thing. It's really not that big of an inconvenience. And Democrat, I mean, excuse me, Republicans are like, it's like infringing on our rights and like our free self. And it's like, okay, every single law the U.S. has infringes on your free self. Like, obviously you can't like murder anyone in cold blood. Like, you're controlled by the U.S. in so many ways. You know, obviously you can't just run a stop sign, but no one's out here complaining about it. And if masks and if COVID hadn't been politicized, it would have been fine. And I think the, t- the U.S. tends to lean right. And it just doesn't make sense in so many other countries. They had a great response to COVID and their citizens stayed in and stayed diligent and stayed responsible and now they're doing great and they get to go outside and they get to have socially distant concerts in New Zealand. And it's just so frustrating that that could have been the U.S. if, you know, Trump really cared and if all of the Republican senators and governors really cared to help their citizens and to help the economy too. Like, obviously the economy is important to both Democrats and Republicans, but Democrats understand like the economy is going to be bad for a long time the longer quarantine we have you know like the longer time we have to stay in the longer time we can't contribute to the economy so if we had just quarantined like actually quarantined for like a month in march if just everyone had we would have been in a much better place now and of course that's just an assumption and you know i'm not a scientist or a researcher But honestly, like, that just makes sense. And plenty of other places are doing great with their cases now. Um, So it's just upsetting, the thought and the possibility of being open right now. Um, And me being able to go to school and, you know, play sports. Like, if not for those idiots who just went out and protested with no masks against, like, staying in. That just doesn't make sense to me, you know? How they don't understand how many lives are affecting. I saw this analogy on Twitter, and it was, like, um, COVID-19, the people protesting, like, against COVID-19 
are the people when I say like against COVID-19 I mean people who like don't think it's real or don't want restrictions on it they're like the people in elementary school who kept talking during class so minutes of recess just kept getting taken off when the whole class was being good you know so like the people who are talking during class and forcing recess to be shorter are kind of the people who refuse to stay in and refuse to follow social distance rules. Um, yeah. It just makes me upset that people are able to spread COVID with no remorse. You know, they can kill people by spreading COVID. And, you know, they don't care as long as they get their free rules and free rights. Anyway, um, this is your daily reminder to when you're like inside stores or, you know, inside with any other people that you don't live with, um, make sure you wear your mask and stay six feet apart. When you're outside, still do so um, as well. Because, you know, you can save people's lives. And yeah. Anyway, so our next topic is climate change. And this has to do with, you know, the fires mostly going on right now. And it makes me um, so devastated that so many fires are ravaging communities and homes and people's lives have been lost. So let's just take a moment of silence for the West Coast right now. Okay, so I saw AOC, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, I'm pretty sure it's her name, excuse me if I butchered that, but um, I saw AOC and um, another person presenting in front of Congress about uh, climate change, and their words honestly really spoke to me, and it was all about, like, proactiveness and prevention versus reactiveness. So the California fires are just one great example of this going on right now. We have spent so much money in unreasonable excuse me, an unreasonable amount of money paying for the damage these California fires have caused. And you know what would have happened? if we had not pulled out of the Paris Agreement, if we had signed and passed a new Green Deal early, you know, what would have happened? Like, the air probably wouldn't have been as dry, and, you know, there would have been more rain and less drought. And it's all about, do we want to pay the costs now to prevent horrible things from happening in the future? Or do we want to pay the cost of each horrible event, of, you know, each hurricane that hits the coasts, of each, you know, fire, of each uh, person who can't get fresh water because the ice caps are melting. Like, people are dying. People are dying. And Trump and anti-climate changers or people who refuse to believe climate change just don't care, and they care about profits and capitalism. And 
you know, it's going to affect my generation for the rest of our lives. And we have to suck billions of tons of CO2 out of the air. And it suddenly becomes our responsibility to pay for all of the fires and hurricanes and people and towns going underwater, you know, it, why is that our responsibility? And who's gonna, when you look back, who's going to see, who's going to seem like the hero? Like, obviously, people who tried to prevent climate change are going to seem like the good people. And yes, I understand it's an issue that people will lose their jobs at oil and coal companies and people will lose their jobs, you know, working at like non-renewable energy sources, but they can, you know, like that is an important issue, but, you know, they'll lose their jobs, people will die, and people's houses will go underwater, and people will have nowhere to go. There will be climate refugees coming to America, going from America, people who don't aren't safe in their home or don't have a home anymore. Land value will go way down in places that are more affected by fires and hurricanes and other natural disasters that can be, you know, more that can be like sped up or like more can be caused by climate change. So it's so important to think about the long term. And obviously our current president can't think about anything but himself, but it's so important to think about like how it's going to affect more generations in the future. And do we want to be proactive? You know, do we want to start now or do we want to just wait and sit around and watch what happens and then have to fix it with billions and trillions of dollars. It's really people in power's choice. And it, my faith in humanity right now is honestly low enough that I believe nothing substantial will happen. Climate change is such a huge crisis, and it just doesn't make sense to me that people deny science just because they don't feel like, just because they don't feel like believing in it. You know, it's it's gonna kill people, and just because you have the luxury to not believe in it doesn't mean other people do. Um, I went on a little bit of a rant there, got a little bit angry. Um, let me know your thoughts about what I said, and yeah, I think that's it for the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. I sure enjoyed recording, and I hope you all have a great day regardless of your political beliefs. If they agree with me, if your political agree excuse me, if your political beliefs agree with mine or disagree with mine, I hope you have a great day regardless. All right. Goodbye.